Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after 630 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everyone, what's up? Dan Bach here, Roto-Grinders, Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you on this Monday. Uh, I'm trying to suck it up a little bit because I realize my job is not nearly as strenuous as probably about like 98% of the people who are listening to this podcast right now. I get to talk about Daily Fantasy Sports and play Daily Fantasy Sports, but I am under the weather today. I don't know what it was. Came down with something yesterday. Uh, If I was... Uh, an NBA player, I'd probably be on the side of doubtful today, but I'm a podcaster, so I'm sucking it up, and uh, and I'm producing the content, because that's what I do. Uh, so, we're going to try and make this quick, to the point, get you some uh, good advice as we roll in to the Monday Night Slate in Daily Fantasy NBA, but just know, like, if it doesn't sound quite right, if I don't have the old pep in the step, uh, there's a reason for that. I uh, want to thank Fantasy Draft. They are the sponsor of this very show. Make sure you head on over there. Make that deposit. Again, flexibility in their builds. Uh, they've got an incredible uh, iOS app that I'm using pretty much every single day. And, of course, uh, they've got an Android app on its way. So hopefully that is close to being finished up. I know it's been close for a while. So hopefully they can put the finishing touches on that. And uh, if you haven't tried them out, very standard rake. And a lot of flexibility, not only in lineup builds, but in terms of the head-to-head games. You don't have to worry about uh, the same guy picking up all of your games. You can set the limiter on that. So great stuff happening at Fantasy Draft. We thank them so much for sponsoring this show. Uh, before we get into the Monday slate, it was another weekend filled with uh, NBA you know, um, late scratches. And I sometimes play in the weekends, not always, but you know, with no football this weekend... Had a little bit more time, and uh, sure enough, played and got Karis Leverted on Saturday night. And, uh, oh, man, that sucked. He was like 40% owned as well. And there was another, I think, late, oh, Berea in that same slate was another one. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, get on this topic for like the 10th time already this season. But uh, I know people are clamoring for solutions, and I agree, we need solutions. I don't know if we're going to see it this year. Just simply because uh, the changes that I think need to be made, and I talked about what I want to see happen, and that's basically give the person who has that player the ability to swap off and not allow somebody who doesn't have that player to make changes to their lineup. So therefore, the late swap only affects those people who have said player and doesn't affect everybody who's playing in the contest. I think it's the uh, absolute best way to handle these situations. But with that said, I, I know that that's something that we can say they need to implement, but 
when you're coding like they do for sites that handle the mass number of inputs that they do on a given second, there's a lot more work that goes into it than just saying make it happen. So uh, I'm going to label this as if it if we don't have something in place by next year, it's a complete and utter failure because you know the last thing we really want is them to come up with a solution and have it end up breaking their site. I mean, that's one thing that we don't want to happen. So uh, I think that we're probably stuck with the status quo unless they go full-blown late swap, which I know some people would be fine with, which they'll say they do have, but certainly they have not funneled their high-dollar games to that format. It'd be interesting if one day they did a whole switcheroo on it. I know there's been a couple of times where they've attempted to make bigger prize pool, but let's do a full-blown switcheroo. Say, okay, our standard game is going to be late swap and our non-standard game is going to be non-late swap. Not saying you need to even do it, you know, every single night. And I know that's where you kind of fall into the problem is you do want, you know, um, continuity in your main product overall. If you keep switching things out, it gets a little bit confusing. But, you know, maybe if there's a slate where, uh, you know, you got a lot of games late, there's... You know, I guess we don't know. I guess every night there's potential injuries at this point in time. But uh, I'd be curious to see if they did that, how it would look from a kind of buy-in standpoint. Because, you know, the biggest criticism we've had all year long is, you know, the late swap. Yes, you offer it, but you have the most paltry prize pools for it. And it's really up to the sites to dictate which brand will work. Because it's whichever one has larger prize pools. If they swapped them out, I guarantee you late swap would be just as popular in, in terms of filling games. But that's here nor there. I think there's a better solution than just full-blown late swap. And I hope we see that next year. Because I know it's going to take some time, some engineering to happen. But something needs to happen. And, uh, you know, I talked about the NBA. They're probably part of the problem. and need to be part of the solution. And again, uh, as I spoke about the other day, when sports betting arrives, hopefully we have better um, we have better reporting of injuries. Um, just because, let's face it, that can swing a lot in terms of the whole betting world. And if the NBA is sitting here endorsing it behind it, well, then they need to do their part in in making it fair. And that's something that I think is going to be go a long way is to say, okay, we need accurate injury reports leading up to these games. So. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic that uh, next year will look different, but it's as bad as it's ever been, and I've been playing this game longer than uh, just about anybody. So, uh, all right, well, there you go. There's your little uh, late swap rant. Let's get into the uh, basketball for tonight. We got a uh, six-gamer. I actually like the six-gamers. Not too many games, not too few, uh, and we do have a few injuries to take note of. We'll see what the status is of Tyreek Evans here today. He's had an illness, but he did practice this weekend. So I think there's a good chance that he is uh, he's going to be ready to go here tonight. But we have to keep our eye on that as they've got a very good matchup against Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, they uh, I would be very surprised if Devin Booker plays today. He played 40 minutes yesterday and then had an MRI after the game on his uh, ribs and his hip. Uh, I think it's about a 0% chance that he's going to play today. So uh, just take note of that. If you're building lineups early, we don't even have any sort of injury designation on him on the build screens yet. But uh, I'll be very surprised if he ends up playing tonight. 
Uh, let's see. Jeff Teague didn't play the fourth quarter yesterday, but uh, I think that he's probably going to be fine to go today. Terry Rozier had a little bit of an ankle injury, but another guy who I'm expecting to go. Oh, lo and behold, there goes the game time decision. It is now posted on Devin Booker. Okay, wasn't uh, literally a minute ago. Uh, Wilson Chandler left the game with an illness last time out. Uh, I think there's probably a chance that he's going to be good to go for today. Um, again, Jermichael Green still out. Uh, that should be it. Keep our eye on, obviously, the Phoenix Bigs. This is a back-to-back -back situation for Phoenix. And I think we got to look a little bit at the uh, Philadelphia side of things, too, especially with the... Um, with Joel Embiid, who doesn't typically play back-to-backs, he said he is available today, which I found interesting, but this is a back-to-back -back and also a third game in four nights. So if I was going to suddenly have a play Embiid in a back-to-back, -back, I probably wouldn't do it in a third and four-night situation as well. So I'm not 100% confident that he is going to go today against Milwaukee. But if he does, it's a shame because that's a game he could absolutely eat against the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, let's get into it. Uh, we're going to start um, with the point guard position, and we always use kind of FanDuel as our guide on the positional side of things, and we'll talk about the salaries on all the other sites as well. Uh, the best DVP matchup on the slate today is going to be Kyrie Irving uh, against Denver. And you know, I really like this spot for him simply because not only is it a you know good matchup for him, but it's also a game that I think can be somewhat competitive. And I know that Malone is a bit of a, uh, I don't know, poor coach. But uh, Boston on the road here, I think the – let's see if we've got a line on this one – uh, yeah, Denver's actually favored by a point and a half here. So this could be a very competitive game. And, you know, outside of Antetokounmpo, there's not, you know, a monster guy that you got to pay up for today. So uh, we've got uh, Kyrie checking in at eight, at 9K on FanDuel. DraftKings at 8,800. Fantasy Draft at 17K. Now, it's really jacked up on Fantasy Draft. He was like 14-9 versus Golden State, 16-5 versus the uh, Clippers. Uh, DraftKings, he was 8,400. Now he's up to 88. And then FanDuel went from about 87 to 9K. But this is a really good matchup for him. And with Marcus Smart out, uh, you know, we saw last game, 13 of 18 for the field, 48 fantasy points. So uh, I'm fine with him. I don't know if he's a lock and load in cash games today, but uh, certainly a guy who's in my player pool. And I have literally no problem playing in uh, – in cash games if you know that's the way that you know it it came down uh we'll keep our eye on jeff teague as well in this one um it's 6100 he's really cheap against atlanta who is you know pretty darn weak against the point guard position i think they're in the 20s in that dvp now last game against brooklyn again he only played 24 minutes but the game prior to that against Golden State, uh, 37 fantasy points. Not great against Portland, but then 41 against the Clippers. So, um, you know, as long as we get the okay that he's starting, he's at a really reasonable price point for us today at 6,100 on both sites, uh, FanDuel and DraftKings, and 11.8 over on Fantasy Draft. So keep our eye on that situation. And there's going to be a lot more shots to be had as well if Devin Booker is out. So I think that we can maybe look to Isaiah Cannon a little bit 
um, if that happens. I know tr what Troy Daniels will probably get a start. I think he's been starting anyway. Uh, I just don't think he's very good now. Not that Isaiah Cannon is particularly great as all, you know, either, but he can be a little bit more aggressive shooting the basketball. So I think there's going to be a source of value there within Phoenix. Uh, Cannon could be a possibility there, depending on how that all shakes out. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here. Um, you know, TJ McConnell's at 4,500 on FanDuel and on DraftKings, 86 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, you know, had 10 points yesterday. I mean, he's a guy who can get you into the mid-20s, hasn't done it over his last three games, but he's also, you know, at a lower price point than we've seen in a while. He was up to 5,400, and now he's down to 45. So, uh, you know, you don't love this matchup maybe, but with no Malcolm Brogdon out there at the point guard position, uh, McConnell could be in play as a value option. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, I played him last night, felt pretty good about it over an under 7K on DraftKings, got off to a crazy good start, and then just stopped. Uh, I don't know what happened, just stopped scoring fantasy points, but uh, we'll see if he gets it back going tonight. You, you don't hate the uh, price tag at him on 7K, 6,900, 7 on fantasy draft. Dragic is cheap, but with everybody getting healthy, I think it's a little bit risky. Um and, you know, he did have that bruised knee. If you're going to play him, FanDuel's the spot. He's 700 cheaper there than he is on DraftKings. Just don't love this road game here against Dallas. Uh, 197 the total in this one. So uh, this is kind of a game that I'm looking to avoid, probably. Uh, let's see, Terry Rozier, again, he's fine at 4-7. But I think you can make the case that Yogi Ferrell is a better play, especially if J.J. Barea is out. But again, we're in that 197 total, and that's a little bit scary. Now, Dennis Smith Jr. in that same game, uh, 64 on FanDuel, 6K on on DraftKings, 12-3 on Fantasy Draft, playing over 30 minutes, which was the, the thing he wasn't doing earlier this year. Um, but I still think he's limited just based on this matchup in general. So um, probably not looking too hard there um and that's probably it i mean if tyreek evans would be out maybe a mario chalmers is a guy we could look at but uh i'm not sure that's going to happen oh and then darren collison versus kemba walker i mean i think both these guys we've got to consider i mean especially on FanDuel, you got 5500 on collison who has been playing solid minutes and been over 30 fantasy points and uh four out of his last five games which is really what you're looking in terms of making value uh, now, the matchups were pretty good. Orlando, Cleveland uh, had a tough game against the Lakers on the road or against the Spurs on the road and at the Lakers, but um, I'm fine with him. I mean, they were on a long road trip here. They had one, two, three, four, five, six-game road trip. First game back from Orlando. Uh, a solid line from him from top to bottom. 30 fantasy points, but he only scored 11 real-life points. What, seven assists, which is about average. Four boards, two steals. Uh, but he still got there at the end of the day. So I think he can score more than that 11 against Kemba Walker. Uh, so don't mind him one bit. In fact, he's on FanDuel if you're playing there. Probably cash game playable. Shooting guard, pretty tough spot today. Um, not a lot to pay up for, especially if Tyreek Evans sits. And you also question, like, do you ready to roll him out there in this matchup if he's you know coming off this illness is he is fatigue going to be an issue i think that's a could blowout be an issue if uh if we've got no trevor booker or devin booker so 
Uh, I think all those things you have to kind of bring into consideration here today. And I don't view me paying up for him in this matchup coming off of that uh, that illness. But like on FanDuel where you need two of them, like you're limited on who the hell you're going to take here. So uh, Nick Batum for one is a guy that I'm liking today, a total of 214. So uh, defense is kind of an afterthought here. And he's cheap, 55 on FanDuel, 57 on DraftKings. And 11-4 on fantasy draft. I mean, I think we can excuse that last game versus Miami. That's not a particularly great tempoed game, but against a bad defensive team like Atlanta, he went for what 37 fantasy points. So I don't think he's going to kill you today. He's got 30 to 40 fantasy point upside in that range. Uh, don't mind him one bit today. I'll be curious to see where Troy Daniels' popularity lands if we've got no Booker. I just, I mean, I suppose there's a there's a we've got to consider him here a little bit. Um, even with Booker in the lineup, you know, three of the last four games, he took double digit shots. A lot of those came from the three point range. So you get a little bit of a more of a bonus on him on DraftKings than you do on FanDuel because of that three point bonus. But it's all relying on whether or not he can make those threes because he really does nothing else. I mean, look at these, look at these ancillary stats. Zero one, zero, 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 one, one, zero, four, one, zero, zero. And one zero zero zero. Yeah, that's not good. So it's all about shooting with him. He's cheap. Probably going to get some shots off today. Uh, if you want to pay up for Giannis or you want to stars and scrubs, he's a path to that. I don't know if that's the build on this six-game slate though. We'll see if Brogdon plays. Did not play last night. Tony Snell drew the start. Did nothing really special. Sterling Brown though actually played pretty well off the bench. So he's a guy to kind of uh, you know take a look at. I think. Because, you know, Snell is just kind of limited in terms of what he can do. Um, Brown yesterday, uh, 12 points, 6 boards, 1 assist, 2 steals, 27 minutes for him in 3 consecutive. He's in the rotation. Like, believe it or not, he is in the rotation. Uh, but he's much more interesting in that rotation, I think, if we're without Brogdon or another piece. So um, that would have to take place. Uh, Oladipo just might be the guy that we pay up for today and just kind of move on. I mean, I think Siege says it literally every day. I don't want to pay that price on Victor Oladipo. Either do I. But who do we really want to buy anyway at shooting guard today? There's not a lot to love. Barton's been slumping in a tough matchup. Wiggins now has Jimmy Butler back, so his shots are going to fall. Uh, there's not a lot of places to love at this position, so I might just play the position scarcity on a site like FanDuel and just enroll him out there. Now, DraftKings Fantasy Draft, you got more flexibility. You don't have to go that route. Um, but I think he's fine tonight. And then Chris Middleton, again, he's production's dropped, but so is his salary. You know, he's down to 7100 on DraftKings. Uh, he was up to 87 a couple of games ago against Phoenix. So now he has really plummeted in price on FanDuel. He's at 7,500. So uh, I think he's still fine. I mean, he scored 30 or more fantasy points on FanDuel in one, two, three, four, five, six more, six consecutive games and had two of those over 50 and one over 40. So he's still presenting some upside Um even with Giannis, you know, returning. They don't like him as much. The number of shots are going to fall, as we've seen the last couple of games. But 34-32, still there. So I don't hate him today in a tough, tough position. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's keep it rolling over to small forward here. And, <clears throat> you know, if uh, Devin Booker's out, TJ Warren, I think we just fire him up and, and move on. 
they need people to take shots, and he's a guy who can take shots. And it's Memphis. It's not a great matchup. We don't even have a total on this one, but I don't care. Um, he's going to get a usage bump. He's the guy we're going to want in our lineups today on this Devin Booker news when it falls today. So TJ Warren, a lock and load, easy, easy play at small forward. Um, you got a Giannis who's you know coming off a really um, good game two nights ago, 78, but 52 last time against Chicago. But this is that third and four situation back-to-back here for Milwaukee. Um, not the best of spots to be spending 11K on DraftKings, 11-6 on FanDuel. I think it's, uh, it's a little bit of a dangerous position there. So uh, I'm probably going to pass on that because you can get Jimmy Butler, who's been just super effective here lately, at 9400 almost like 2k cheaper than him on both sides 17k on fantasy draft and and he has been an absolute stud lately so uh we don't have to go that route because you've got Jalen Brown at 5500 on FanDuel 5500 on DraftKings uh 11-9 on fantasy draft who is going to get plenty of run in what should be a pretty up-tempo game here for Boston in a close game here for Boston um so he's an option for you um, and then we'll see Josh Jackson, if potentially he moves into the starting lineup. We'll see what happens. He's coming off an 0-for-13 shooting game against Houston. 0-for-13, but the game prior against New York, he went 7-for-17. But he's getting a little bit more aggressive with that shot. But, man, 0-for-13. Jeez, good thing he made some free throws, buddy. Bad bad game for sure. But if he's in that lineup, he's cheap. Um, could get a bump in usage there. Don't love Barnes here against Miami. Torian Prince, I think he is in the conversation against Minnesota here today at 4,847 on DraftKings. Um, not because he's got huge upside because he hasn't shown that lately, but I think he's got the minutes secured and he can score. Like he does shoot the basketball, he can do things in you know rebounding, assists, steals, blocks category. So he does enough for me at 4,800 where I think he's a nice you know cheap option for us 47 on DraftKings 89 on fantasy draft all right over on power forward next for us here today um we'll have to see the uh, status of the uh of Jermichael Green I think he's going to be out today um and when he's been out Jarrell Martin or Ivan Robb have been getting the uh, the minutes. Um, Rob's w- really cheap at what thirty five hundred. Uh, Martin on DraftKings, you get him at forty eight. Fanduel fifty two. Fantasy Draft ninety two. He's all right. I mean, it's a really nice matchup. If he gets back over the thirty minutes, he should be good to go. But feel like that price is just a little bit juiced up for my liking. So I don't feel like he's a plug and play by any standard. Uh, Marcus Morris, uh, nice production from him as of late. Not great, just nice. He's at least shooting the basketball, double digits in three consecutive minutes, 32, 27, 26. Um, He's all right here at 4,700. Not a a lock and load, but a guy that I'm looking at. Um, Again, on the high end of things, there's really not anything to pay up for at this position. We've got Ben Simmons against Milwaukee, and he might be fine here. Uh, He's starting to kind of get it back again over 40 in three consecutive games. Again, I mean, I feel like more of a fair and balanced play might be the way to go today. And just because, I mean, you look at the other options here at power forward, the scrubs just are not not exciting me here um, at all. Nothing's really exciting me here. Uh, let's see, Sabonis. I mean, again, we got 
Miles Turner back. So he's coming off a pretty good game last time out. Is he going to do that again against Charlotte? I don't know. I feel like Turner probably needs to be in there. I think Dwight Howard's going to have like 25 rebounds. So, um, again, he's kind of a middle-tier guy for us. Trey Lyles at 61. Uh, Young at 65. No thanks. Um, John Henson maybe today at 55 against Milwaukee. Uh, he's been getting a pretty consistent minutes here with the new coach and doing all right with them. 55 on FanDuel, 52 DraftKings, 10K on Fantasy Draft. I don't think we need to go there today. Uh, this could be a Jason Tatum game as well at 5,453 on DraftKings. Uh, I feel like he's going to turn it back around. You know, last game, two for nine. The Clippers game, he went seven for 16. I think he's going to be a little bit more aggressive here. It's been back and forth in terms of what type of um, usage he's been getting. Uh, I'm fine with Jason Tatum here today. He is um, checking in 25th in the DVP there for Denver in this spot. Really like that price tag. So he's one of the pay down guys who I can kind of get behind today. And yeah, I mean, that's it's ugly out there. I mean, Urson. Taj Gibson, ugh, I mean, Taj, he's fine, but he's got so limited in terms of his upside. Uh, Atlanta's a fine spot. I think Minnesota has the highest um, implied total versus, you know, average team average through the this course of the season. So there's some reason to give him some consideration there, but um, I think you make a great case for Ben Simmons, especially if um, we get Embiid out tonight, which uh, I still think is a possibility. Lastly, center spot. You know, if I knew Embiid was going to get 30 minutes tonight, I'd probably want to play him because I feel like, you know, 27 and 10 that he gave us last night's like absolutely in the cards again against OKC. But not only did he – is it a back-to-back, -back, he played 35 minutes in that game. I mean, I'd set the over-under at, like, if he plays, it's like 28, like, you know, 28, 29. That's it. Uh, now, he can do it. You know, he can hit what he needs to in that amount, but he's been playing over 30 minutes for the better part of almost the last month so um, or two. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous on Embiid today, especially with that pay-up price. I don't think we have to go there. Uh, Whiteside's price has finally gone down, and uh, rightfully so because he's been bad the last couple of games. But tough matchup versus Charlotte. I don't know if he got into foul trouble there against Dwight Howard or what. For him to only play 18 minutes there. That Sacramento game, he didn't play, I think, late in that one. Only 27 minutes there. Uh, but this is a spot where I think he can get it back uh, against Dallas and at a depressed price. I'm fine with him if you want to go there today. Uh, obviously, Jokic on the high end's fine. Uh, if Chandler would sit, then I think we can fire up our boy Greg Monroe again tonight. But that's probably going to be contingent on him sitting. But considering it's a back-to-back -back and they've been doing that all year long... Alex Len still a little bit banged up. There could be a pile of minutes today for Greg Monroe. So got to uh, wait on the injury report there. Carl Anthony Towns, he's been playing um, pretty well lately. 19 rebounds last game. 49-53 each of the last two games against Brooklyn and Golden State. Could continue that uh, that hot play here against Atlanta. Um, but really, you know, priced up on DraftKings. He's usually like... In the 8Ks, he's 96 over on DraftKings, so they're making you pay. Uh, Gasol, intriguing because of the prices down on him. Uh, 79 on FanDuel, 85 on DraftKings, a little bit high. 15.5 on Fantasy Draft is okay. Uh, I think that last game was a bit of an outlier. I'm not chasing it completely. He did go for a triple-double that day, 
But you look at the games before then, he's just been hovering in the 30s, gets into the 40s every now and then. This matchup versus Phoenix is is fine, but we got to wait out and see what the game total is, what the spread is on this game. Um, you know, Phoenix playing last night, now going to Memphis without Devin Booker. It's hard to say that, you know, uh, Memphis would blow anybody out, but Phoenix, they're going to have a tough spot. They're in a tough spot here. So um, I'm not necessarily buying in completely to Mark Gasol being like a 50 fantasy point guy tonight. We got him, you know, at 40. I think that's probably a reasonable enough projection. And, you know, I'm not playing Dwight Howard tonight, but, man, talk about a price difference here between FanDuel and DraftKings. 10-1 on FanDuel, 9,100 on DraftKings, and 14-5 on Fantasy Draft. You can definitely make a uh, an argument for him being the play. Um, great game or great matchup here versus Indiana, but... I mean, dude, 20 and 16, 18 and 15, 22, 16, 14, 16, 14, 15. He's literally owning the glass, and he's playing a lot of minutes. He's getting out of foul trouble. Uh, FanDuel, no. DraftKings Fantasy Draft, you can easily make the argument for him tonight. All right, that's all I got for you. Uh, thanks for, you know, tuning in. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back tomorrow, assuming. Uh, I'm feeling better, but I think I'm on the up and up. I'm not on the downswing. I think I'm on the upswing here. So uh, be sure to subscribe to us, iTunes, anywhere you find podcasts. Search for Daily Fantasy Fix, and you can get this. Also, a reminder, our big game bundle, uh, part of the marketplace, and also if you're a premium subscriber monthly or we're an NFL subscriber, it's already free for you guys. But if you're not a premium sub, but you're like, I want some NFL content, well, we got lineup builders, we got IDP rankings, we got all that stuff. You can find it in the daily marketplace on Roto Grinders. I think it's like five bucks, and you get access to everything. But again, if you're already a premium sub, you are set up with that. And uh, as always, appreciate you guys giving us a listen, a download, being a part of your preparation for daily fantasy. Hopefully, we can stay scratch free tonight in this world and uh, and win ourselves some money. So catch us on. Sirius XM, 6 to 7 tonight. Uh, Crunch Time is back with Andy Meads as well at 6.30. And uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. See you, everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details.